This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You're listening to Sports and Courts. My name is Emily. And I'm Emily. And let's talk about what we know everyone is here to hear about. Um... College basketball tournaments. We have an NCAA tournament coming up. We have two. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Last year's was canceled. It was very sad. Do you remember a year ago when we were like, oh, no more basketball? Yeah, that was really tough, especially because you knew there was no way for them to, like, make it up, you know? Yeah. Like, other, like, professional leagues obviously were able to shift their season calendars, but with college sports, like, that was just never going to happen. So, um Onward and upward, it's been two years, <laughs> and very thankful for it to be back. It seems like, knock on wood, like it's happening, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, very exciting. Starts uh, Wednesday. Well, this will come out after that, probably, but um, yes. we have the, the playing games, and then this weekend will be the first first set of a full day kind of schedules so starting on friday there will be the first round and oh thursday so this will come out just before the thursday games start so the first four start on thursday afternoon ish um i'm not sure if we have a lot of fans of these teams uh listening but we might we might have some random michigan state ucla drake wichita state Appalachia State, Norfolk, <laughs> Texas Southern, or Mount St. Mary's. I didn't even know Mount St. Mary's was a school. I'd be <laughs> surprised, though. <laughs> I keep thinking that it's starting on Wednesday, and then I'm like, oh, no, it's not until Thursday. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, even on the first day, we got some good games. Most, uh, I don't know, I'm interested in both the Drake-Wichita State game and the UCLA-Michigan State game. Same, because I think the team that comes out of both of those games will be one that will be a good team to watch in the tournament. Yeah, I think those, they definitely have a chance of like winning another game after that. Yeah, like I favor Drake. Interesting. See, I feel like Wichita State, I, I don't know, I think I just still have PTSD from when Gonzaga lost to them, and then Wichita State like made it very deep run um but i just like still feel like they're just unstoppable like they could win any game <laughs> they scare me <laughs> <laughs> I like, like i feel like it's unfounded you. and it's just my personal experience but i'm like mm, i don't know about them <laughs> i mean that's good because i'm sure there are plenty of people who are you know everyone's doing the brackets and they're betting and they don't know they're like me they're like who mount st mary's but they genuinely are like wichita state drake they don't know that drake is in the state of iowa so like and like everyone in iowa is pretty excited about this um i mean obviously iowa fans are excited about iowa but drake is kind of the underdog that 
folks would want to see have a deep run. And I don't know, I, maybe this is me projecting onto the state of Iowa for basketball. I think about the Midwest and I'm like, there's nothing but football and basketball out there. Like what else are people going to do? Their teams are probably good. Um, It's not like, and this is to kind of throw shade at the PAC 12, even though we are a West coast basketball (laughs) fan uh, podcast at times. Uh, UCLA, as much as I'd like to see them do well, I'd be like, you know, no one's going to be like, oh, UCLA didn't make it. That's okay. Like, or they're not going to like wig out about it. They're going to be like, well, it's fine. We're just going to move on onward and upward. But like Drake, a whole state will be upset. They'll be like, oh no. <laughs> so that's my kind of feel about around that. And that like, I think of, um, Northern Iowa and how they've been good. Like I think of Iowa schools being pretty good at basketball, except for Iowa state this year, they're trash, but I think they'll be good again in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, it's a weird year. Duke and Kentucky um, are both out of the tournament. And that's the first time that's happened since 1976. Coincidentally, the last time that a team who entered the NCAA tournament undefeated um, went on to win the whole thing and complete a whole undefeated season was 1976 also. Um, Good year for basketball. Indiana and March Madness this year is happening in Indiana. So we'll see what happens. Um, Our one seeds this year are like, they weren't surprising. No. Everyone kind of, it was, it was pretty flushed out like before the conference tournaments even. Um, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Illinois. How do you feel well, about the Illinois one? I know you think they're frauds. Mm, I don't know. I'm walking that back. I think oh. they, now I'm scared of them. <laughs> oh, okay. So, as a Gonzaga fan, what are the teams that you're like? Ooh, I do. I don't. I hope that they can avoid them. Or honestly, you know. at this point, like I, Illinois is the team. what i i don't know like the more i think about it it's like okay well like losing some of the games that they lost in the regular season like that can kind of happen to anyone but i feel like they're kind of peaking at the right time i don't know it's i think it's just like a gut feeling that i have i don't know um okay like uh, Oklahoma State, would you be worried if Gonzaga was going to play Oklahoma State? Not as much as I was earlier. Interesting. Um, Baylor, I don't I don't know. I don't even know that Baylor's going to make it to the Final Four, to be honest. Like, Ooh. I just, I feel like <laughs> hot take, I guess. Hot take. Um, I don't know. It's, I feel like they're flying just a little too close to the sun. A little bit of an Icarus. Ooh. Okay. But people probably could, would also say the same thing about Gonzaga because they haven't lost the game yet. It's like they're almost set up to. It's like when's the shoe? Are the shoe gonna drop? You know. So then, what are you? Are you worried about Michigan at all? I mean, any of these teams would be like a challenging game. Yeah. But. Yeah, a little bit, but but Illinois is like the team that I'm most scared of. Watch as Illinois lo- loses to Drexel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I I had Illinois losing to Loyola in one of my brackets. Like, you know what though? Honestly, I feel like every year I pick Illinois to go like two rounds further than I should. So, and it always backfires, and I continue to do it. So just watch. This would be the year that I like pick them to lose early, and then they win the whole thing. I don't think they're going to win the whole thing. I think they're not that consistent. I think I could see them. Okay, obviously I see them beating Drexel. And I see... I could see them being surprised by Loyola or Georgia Tech. And if they somehow made it past one of those teams, Oregon State or Tennessee um, or Oklahoma State, I don't really think Liberty is going to be in that conversation. I think one of those three teams that progresses would get rid of Illinois. Like, I don't see them going all that far. Like, I just looking at the bracket, I don't have much faith in them. I could be wrong, but I think that there are other Big Ten teams that are going to do better. Michigan State, Michigan, um, not Michigan State. I don't know if I have much faith in them this season, <laughs> but I see Ohio State going pretty far I think I have I was gonna say I I picked Ohio State actually um in my final four losing to Illinois oh I have them in my final four beating West Virginia but going to the national championship against Gonzaga okay I like that too I think it'd be a fun game I'm concerned about West Virginia's consistency that's fair (laughs) (laughs) um I love, like, I love rooting for West Virginia, um, but I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like they could, they could even lose to, like, Houston, I think, in the Sweet 16, honestly. Well, uh, I don't know. I think that, I think Clemson's going to beat Rutgers, and so then I think that Clemson's going to play Houston, and I think Clemson will win. Hmm. Interesting. Between West Virginia and Clemson, I would take West Virginia. Same. That's like that's what it came down to. If that's how things played out on that part. Um, Hmm. So who do you have in your final four? So I have Gonzaga, Michigan, Ohio State, West Virginia. Which I hate that there's two Big Ten teams in there, but (laughs) I feel like it's a little bit better than like when it's the when it's called football playoffs at least here all these other conferences had a fair shot but i i do think that the big 10 was looking pretty good and i think ohio state and michigan will make it that far um who do you have in your final four um i have texas beating michigan to go to the final four as of now whoa i I don't i don't know i'm also like texas could lose really like early I think Texas not really early, but I think Texas could easily lose to Alabama in the Sweet Sixteen. Okay, so you have Texas going to the Sweet Sixteen. Yes, I do. I have Texas losing to 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 Michigan State or UCLA. I don't know. UCLA is so spotty. So can Texas? Like Texas can also be pretty spotty. I also don't trust Michigan. I trust Texas more than Michigan State or UCLA, but. I mean, Tom Izzo is hard to bet against. So let's, I don't know. This is, I might change things. I, I'm not March. set on this. Yes. Um, but yeah, like as I was doing it, I was like, 
when I had Texas in the final four, I was like, oh, I don't like that. But then I'm like going back and I'm thinking, well, like what I do I think it would be Michigan or Alabama more than Texas? I don't trust Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. I So for Texas, I think they're hot and I think that they're doing okay. And Shaka wants to keep his job. Yeah. Like, obviously, Austin is a wonderful place to live. It's ideal. It's a, it's, you would think it would be easy to recruit talent to be like, hey, come to this well, very dope city. Texas is like city. one of the two states that has the most talent in the country for recruiting. So, yes. So it's like, like easy Texas to. And California. <laughs> and it's easy for them to be like, you, you can choose between Texas and Baylor, which school, I mean, both kind of have gotten in trouble for different things in the past. But like, I, I don't know. I'm biased. I would pick Texas over Baylor if I was. Texas an exceptional athlete more, from Texas. More storied. Like yeah. their brand is much bigger. Yes. And That's Baylor bigger. only recently kind of became part of a national conversation for sports, yeah. even before their issues. But like when RG3 was playing football there, like people started talking about Baylor. I still meet people who are like, oh yeah, I went to this small school in Waco, Texas. <laughs> I'm like, are you talking about Baylor? Yeah. And like, they're like, yeah, no. you've heard of it? And oh I'm like, gosh. yeah. Uh, yes. Everyone's heard of Baylor. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, maybe it's just us because of sports, but I I don't know. Um, Texas has the brand going for them, but I think that Shaka, although he wants to keep his job, I don't know if Texas will like keep their steam going into the tournament. I think they choke. So who did you pick for your Elite Eight? Um, for currently, the bracket that is that we're doing together i picked gonzaga iowa baylor ohio state um michigan yukon yukon yeah interesting I like I need to have just like a wild car sit card situation and I guess I should have just picked Texas Wait. there because for that area and then oh, okay. Oklahoma State and West Virginia. So I have um Okay, so we're pretty similar. Yeah, I figured for the most part we would be and I just wanted to that was the area that I thought would be like the most I don't know. I don't know enough and I about the teams, but also I'm like, well, these teams aren't like standout teams. Like, of course, Maryland will probably be Maryland. Maryland has been not super consistent. I don't see Iona beating Alabama, even with Rick Pitino as their coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, UConn's like kind of on the up, so I could see them so upsetting kinda... Alabama. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Alabama – LSU game was so close and like I don't think LSU is like that good I guess so if that just that one game recently being close for them I'm like mm, that's a good good point mm. yeah I just and like the SEC <laughs> I don't know if they I don't I don't have faith in the SEC in terms of men's basketball for women's basketball for sure but men's, I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I see any SEC team really doing much, which I could be wrong. And they might all be exceptional teams. I don't know. Um, but based off of what I've watched, 
over the season and what I've read. I don't, I'm not feeling it. Like Tennessee, remember when they played Colorado? Mm-hmm. And like Colorado could hang. I'm, I'm feeling that Tennessee, that means Tennessee might, you know, they can definitely be Oregon State, but I, I think that they'll fall to Oklahoma State. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And yeah, so who who's in your Elite Eight? Um, so we were the same at the top. I had um, Gonzaga and Iowa, Baylor and Oregon, or Ohio State, not Oregon State. <laughs> um, and then I had uh, Michigan, Texas, Illinois. Noy, West Virginia. I think a Michigan-Texas game would be fun. Um, but I also, I don't know, Florida State could also make a go at things. Uh, I just, they're another team. They're like Wichita State, I guess. I'm like, I don't trust you. That's true. <laughs> Florida State is like a solid team. Like, you know that they're going to be pretty solid. And they have a pretty good coach who's, you know, has done pretty good things. So I, I could see it. Even though I have Florida State progressing, I would love to see my bracket fall apart to see Colorado make yeah, it a good run. I think they're going to lose that first game, unfortunately. To Georgetown? But yeah, I do. Oh, I think Colorado might win it. I don't know. <laughs> Georgetown is getting hot at the right time. Uh, yeah. I just don't trust – I really don't trust CU, honestly. Like, they, they lose to the worst teams in the conference, and then they, like – play really well against the best teams in the conference and I just I don't I don't have a ton of faith that like the good version of the team is going to show up against like this Georgetown team but I hope I'm wrong Um, I do too I'd like to see them do well and they haven't gone to the tournament in a couple years and so Tad's like let's go let's go yeah there was a really good um Pac-12 Pac-12 network feature it's like seven minutes long on McKinley Wright and like his upbringing um that was really interesting of that they t- they put it on Twitter on the Pac-12 account, so Ooh, I'll check that out. Check it out on people. Easter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Emily is taking a Lenten break from social media. Props to her. So <laughs> you know, thanks. I'm gonna miss a lot of basketball time on Twitter. What a what a time! You also miss a lot of time with the haters, though. Oh, uh, that's true. Like no one can come for me if I were to say something. That about was bad team. about a team because yeah. like like how I'm like I hope Baylor doesn't make it very far. Thankfully, like no Baylor fans that I know of are listening still. But like one of my friends, Baylor fan, and he's like, I'm excited to watch them win. I'm like, I don't think they're gonna make it all the way. I don't. Yeah. I, th- I think they have some pretty easy competition in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like. Wisconsin or North Carolina. North Carolina is not. I didn't even think North Carolina was going to get into the tournament. Let's be real. I thought it was going to be like Duke where they're <laughs> like, we're not going to even show up. Uh, UNC is always decent. UNC is decent, but not great. And so yeah. I think that Baylor would beat the decent UNC uh-huh. team. I think Baylor will beat this Wisconsin team. And I... I think they'll be challenged by Villanova, but they'll still beat Villanova. See, I don't even think – I think Villanova's going to lose that first game. Oh, interesting. Is Winthrop good? Yeah, I feel like they're a team that um, 
may like people don't necessarily prepare for like they don't take them that seriously yeah, that's true um, and i don't trust villanova basically moral of the story i have a lot of trust issues <laughs> uh, but i don't i don't trust villanova um even if villanova wins that first game i think they would lose to purdue I think that North Texas is going to beat Purdue. I don't think that North Texas is going to make a deep run, but I was talking to a friend who thinks that North Texas is going to make it to the Elite Eight. And I'm like, well, that's a hot take, my guy. Well, I don't know. I think this year is going to be a year of kind of like it it plays out as people expected. Like, I don't think we're going to have um, like a Sister Jean Final Four story this year. I really don't. I think it's going to be like, I think the lowest seed that might make it to the final four is a four seed, but more realistically, like a three seed. I agree with that. And I agree with that. I think all of the, all the quadrants have teams that are obviously very strong in terms of their seeding. That's the thing is like if a little guy wins one game, their next game, the way things are laid out, I think like, yeah, the next game they would come up against a really hard challenge and I don't know that they could get past that. So I agree. Whereas like other years, I think it's more doable because of how the brackets laid out, but um, who knows? We could be wrong. (laughs) I mean, it's true. We could have a Virginia situation, Virginia when they, you know, lost in the first round. And I, I think if that were to happen, I think it'll happen in the, to Illinois, if Michigan. a one seed lost their first game, you think yeah. it would be Illinois Michigan? Yeah, I think that they would just be like, well, the Big Ten, they would fall into that mindset of like, well, the Big Ten is really good. Like we have so we have the most teams in the tournament. Like obviously we're a good conference. We have two one seeds. Yeah, we're good. And I, I could see them getting trapped in that and one of them getting a little too full of themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a good uh, kind of first look. And obviously we'll revisit things next week. Um, So excited. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to fill out a bracket solely based on who I would want to win each game. So maybe next week I'll share what my final four ended up being with that bracket. I'd like to see that. That'd be, I I mean, obviously I know who you would have that you would want to win, but yes, but the other, the others are true. You know more undecided i'd want to know how you decided who you liked better and if you thought that a lot of teams were frauds because i really did enjoy the the fraud commentary it makes me laugh anytime it comes up <laughs> it's like kind of a joke at this point like i don't i don't know like any team is on an upset alert it's like are they a fraud <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like it's just very funny and i said it to someone who was like no I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's a joke. It's a but joke. kind of, kind of joke, kind of not. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's a good chunk of time talking about the men's bracket. Um, the women's bracket. The women's bracket. So the women also start. Um, it's coming up. They will start on had, Sunday. Yeah, Selection Monday. <laughs> yeah. Which always uh, throws me off. It's a little weird. It's a little, it doesn't work. It's not alliteration anymore. Yeah. It should be like selection Saturday matchup Monday. There you go. Like you got to stick with that theme, but we are not the directors of marketing here. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, 
so we have it starting very soon. It'll be very exciting. Um, I am very biased in who I would like to see go far for the women. I would like to see Iowa State um, make a good run. That would uh, make up for the men's season this year. <laughs> yes. However, um, I think that Stanford's going to make a good run. Um, I think that they'll do pretty well. And then I think that they're going to kind of crap out. Um, at, probably in the final four. And I think that like it's going to be Baylor and Oregon in yeah. the national championship. Um, I think Baylor is a strong team. And I think that Oregon has something to prove after missing last season. And so I could see them, even though they're a six seed, I could see them just like being on a mission in this tournament. I could also see that. You can never count on Oregon women's basketball either. <laughs> no, no, they, they're, they're strong. They're good. And I think the women's tournament overall will, man, those 16 seeds are going to have a tough time. Like, so Utah Valley's playing Stanford. Very unfortunate. I think this is Utah Valley's first time to the tournament. It's going to be bad. Uh, High Point plays UConn. They don't have much of a prayer. Mercer's playing South Carolina. Uh, Oof. That's a tough look also. And North Carolina A&T is playing NC State. So bad times for these 16 seeds. <laughs> what I'm saying is when you're looking at these uh, at games to watch for the women, maybe those are ones that you, you might be better off missing. Um, your beloved Gonzaga, they're yes. also in this. That's I mean, that's very exciting. I hope they have a good run. They should beat Belmont. Yeah, um, they both single-digit seeds for the Zags teams this year. Yeah, um, that that game, that WCC championship game on the women's side was amazing. Um, literally came down to like a buzzer beater shot to win it. And the woman who um, scored that basket hadn't scored all game and had been running in and out of the game with the stomach flu, which a, wow. a lot of the team had. So like players were just in and out going to like throw up. Um, and they ended up winning, which was very exciting. Um, super fun. And it was just a thrill. I love that. <laughs> so, yes, hopefully they also have a good uh, good run this year. And I hope my beloved Wyoming Cowgirls yes. beat UCLA. <laughs> that would be quite the deal. Uh, I, would, I would cry happiness. I'd be like, yes! I love <laughs> it. So just, oh, it'd be... Wyoming needs this win, mostly because lots of people don't know a lot about Wyoming. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be good. good also, it means it's so good for the brand. It's the best. Um, I And I, man, that'll make me really excited to go back onto like social media and see the friends that I have working at Wyoming and like what they're doing for this. Like, it's so good. And they will be, uh, so we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but so the men's tournament will be kind of bubbled up 
They're not, it's not a bubble. Protected environment. Protected yes. environment in Indiana. The women will be in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio. I always wanted to go there someday. Well, come visit. We'll drive down. Uh, it's an hour for me, and I still have never gone. <laughs> oh, perfect. Road trip. <laughs> Very mini road trip. Um, so, yeah, the, the women's tournament looking good, looking fun. Add it to your calendars. Um, they don't, I mean, there is overlap with the men, of course, but uh, the first round for women starts Sunday. It goes Sunday and Monday. So, go root for a little dog or a little guy because I really strongly think that the like the men's tournament I think it'll be a like the highest seed that will probably win will be like a three or a four or the lowest seed so yeah go root for the small teams and hope that they we have a sister gene situation <laughs> yeah I would not be mad about about like having a Cinderella story as long as it's not in the west <laughs> Anything I could. Oh, okay. Because if there's a Cinderella sto- story in the West, then that means like Gonzaga lost. So. Yes, I hope it's not a Cinderella story in the West for the men, but then the women ha- uh, they do it similarly, where it's like the West. Maybe they don't. I hope that both Gonzaga teams advance. That's basically what I'm trying to get at. Is that I hope that they go far. Um, do you have any other? tournament thoughts i know we're gonna have a lot to talk about next week in heads up folks it'll primarily be tournament talk the next time you hear us yeah there's only so much time so we got to focus on that while it's all it's all very packed in (laughs) so um no i think that's good for that segment um nba we're back from the all-star break all-star game was um not quite as entertaining i feel like as the year before um, but there's also a lot less they could do. So, um, there's that, but, um, other NBA news, LeBron James, um, is now part owner of the Boston Red Sox, which he is just continuing to diversify his, uh, investment portfolio. He is, he is a partner of the Fenway sports group now that, led to him being a part owner of the Red Sox. And I was listening to this audio book called Chatter, and it talks about, like, basically how you talk to yourself and, you know, internally. Like self-talk? Like, like self-talk, like your internal monologue, basically, and how that impacts how you interact with the world and perform or whatever. And so it talks about LeBron and how he was in an interview talking about making decisions when he decided to go play for Miami and leave Cleveland. And he's like, I have to make decision, the best decision for LeBron James. And it's like, people were like, Oh, you're talking about yourself in the third person. But like LeBron James continues to be focused on making the best decisions for LeBron James. That's why he has this diverse like investment portfolio. That's why like all of his decisions are like pretty calculated. And um, while I don't love LeBron James, when he plays against my team, I think he does a lot of very smart investment things. And I think he does a lot of good things for the community. So he's like a very, very good business guy. Um, And this is a good move. Now he's part owner of like a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, a lot. He can be like Shaq, where Shaq like just owns uh, some Krispy Kreme. (laughs) 
<laughs> Shaq really got into the food business. You know, people got to eat. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Even during a pandemic. It's true. <laughs> <take> and- <laughs> so evergreen, if you will. It's it's true. Like, you know that people are always going to need food and they're always going to probably go to the doctor. Um, and let's be real, unless some unforeseen thing happens, people are always going to watch sports. So those are three pretty good investments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if fans aren't allowed, people are still going to watch on TV. <laughs> yeah, they'll still buy jerseys. They'll still like want to get appearances from players. They'll still have that like fan engagement. Yeah. Uh, other sports news, Drew, B- Drew Brees announced his retirement, I believe it was on Selection Sunday. Yeah, not big, a good time. Big Sunday news dump for you. Yeah, you, like, you got to read the room, Drew. Yeah, like, you got to wait until... Literally any other day. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would have been, like, the biggest news, yeah. but it was just kind of, like, if you news. you waited until Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday would have been good. Like... Anyways. Maybe he wanted to fly under the radar. Maybe he didn't really want people to like. That's a that's an interesting thought. Just kind of hope it gets more buried than if he owned yeah. the news cycle for a whole day. Um, like that's yeah, time so to do maybe. it. Maybe. Well, maybe we'll find. Maybe we'll talk more about it as the news comes back to it. Though, really, like March is madness is, is not the time. Yeah, you can't be dropping news like this in March and April when we have two tournaments going on should have yeah. waited until may <laughs> well, then we got nba playoffs starting up so. oh that's true and then by like june july we're getting ready for the olympics so really there's no good time to announce <laughs> retirement not this year i guess yeah um and then some other random very random sports news this is your fun fact um for the day because of the pandemic people are playing more golf and tennis and disc golf and they're out hiking more. So if you're one of those people, that's good. Go be outside. Get some sunlight. It's healthy. Very nice. Good update. <laughs> yeah. It was a very random sports thing I read that I was like, ah, I should share this with someone. That checks out, though. So what's your game of the week? Um, My game of the week from a sheer content perspective is Georgia Tech and Loyola Chicago. Um, okay. It was announced today that Sister Jean will be traveling to the tournament to Whoa! support Alfredo Chicago. <laughs> and then uh, Georgia Tech, for obvious reasons, um, we have Josh Pastner with his uh, iconic face shield um, and just major dad cheerleader <laughs> energy that I love. Um, I'm definitely rooting for Georgia Tech in this game. Um, but <laughs> if you're looking for like, a game where all the memes are going to come from this year, it's this game. That's true. Like, the face shield combined with Sister Jean. It's going to be great. I like that. I think that's a very good pick, and I think you're very right about the memes coming from it. Like, it's... I don't... The game itself, I don't know. Like, it might be close, but I kind of don't feel like it will be. But um, there'll just be a lot of shenanigans. Like, think... Inside the NBA uh, yes. crew, yes, kind of energy. <laughs> I like that. I love that energy. Um, what's your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week comes from me wanting to choose a team out of the Mountain West, and I have nothing against Utah State, so I picked Utah State versus Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech is going to win, but 
I would be happy to see an upset here. It would be fun to watch Utah State make a run. That's more about it, where it's like if Utah State shows up and has a good game, I want to watch it. I want to see it happen. Um, Folks, you can watch games all day. It's going to be great. And hopefully everyone's still working from home and can have the game up and nobody schedules Zoom meetings with you. (laughs) (laughs) The dream. Oh, it would be perfect if for the next month no one wanted to do a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Today. <laughs> um, what's your hot take of the week? Harry Styles. What? I don't understand why people are so obsessed with him. Because he's politically correct and kind? I don't... I just... People, like, go crazy for his, like, red carpet looks and his award show looks. And, like, they think he looks good. And I'm like, why? Oh, he does do not. think he looks, why is this? I just don't understand why people are attracted to Harry Styles whatsoever. It's his kind, the kind words he says. It's not his face. It? It's what he says. Yeah. I don't know. I'm out <laughs> on Harry Styles. I don't really like his music. Um, and I'm just, I don't know. Not about That his, is a hot take. Not about his look. Um, nothing to do with him as a person just i think people are a little a little obsessive it's like anything he does it's like beyonce or something like anything they do and people are like oh my gosh this is so great not like beyonce i'm not i guess i am comparing the two but also not like people act like he is a beyonce when he isn't ah that is definitely a hot take and uh After watching the Grammys, I was just like, oh, here we go again. Harry Styles. <laughs> um, so that's, that's mine for this week. <laughs> what about yours? So I keep seeing on, you know, like TikTok and um, I have my baking Instagram. So I like see different food things. And all I see is this nature cereal thing that I guess started with Lizzo, who we stand a queen, but I... Everyone's making a video and they're like, this is the people are like, this is so good. This is actually so great. So for folks who haven't seen it, it's like you put fruit in a bowl Uh and then you pour coconut water on it. Yeah. And everyone is like, this is so great. I'm like, so I tried it because I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll try a food thing. I've, you know, not been eating the healthiest. I should probably eat a fruit. Isn't it like ice? Don't people put ice in the bowl too? Yes, they also put ice in it. And I'm like, well, you can't just be eating ice. Are you anemic? Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, same. But like, Love a good ice crunch. <laughs> um, but like everyone, they're just like, this is so great. Lizzo was right. It was okay. I'd rather not. I'd rather just, and yeah. I know people don't like coconut water. Like they don't like to drink it. I love to drink coconut water. I don't want the fruit in it. I'm like, well, you should have just made a smoothie at that point because this is just yeah, not like that blend great. It up. Yeah, like eating fruit with coconut water on it does not – it's not doing it for me. I'd rather just eat the fruit by itself and drink the coconut water by itself a la get out, you know, yeah. when she's drinking the milk and eating the <laughs> fruit loops. Psycho treats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm with you on this. Um, haven't tried it, but like it just seems kind of dumb. It, I and I get like people wanting to eat their like healthy stuff. I'm like I get it. I support that. But like the way people like, are just getting so excited about it, we're like it's so great. I'm like it's not. And just I don't know, like pour some raspberries and blueberries into a bowl and just like eat them with a fork like a normal person. Yes. Like just have a snack that's like fruit. 
fine. Yes. So, I, anyways, uh, also <laughs> going back to the ice, did you know that you can buy bags of ice at Chick-fil-A? Like their, their little pellet ice that's so good? I bet diabetics like that because they get you can buy the ice at Sonic mm-hmm. and like it's so, good yeah. for keeping diabetes medication. So oh. that's good to know that Chick-fil-A also sells it. I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. I um I'm weird and I buy ice because I don't like I don't like the water here and I don't like that's the fair. ice that comes out of my ice maker. <laughs> so I purify my water and then I buy like bagged ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably go through like a bag a week or a week and a half. Um but it's like two dollars, so I don't know worth it to me but at chick-fil-a you can buy bags five pound bags of their ice for a dollar fifty. Oh, nice so not only is it cheaper but it's like the chick-fil-a experience every day in your home <laughs> so um yeah very very excited about something silly like that um but i do not put ice into my wine um that's good what wine are you having this week Well, the wine recommendation I'm going to go with this week, um, my understanding, it's still winter in places. Actually, yeah, I know it is. I was just in Western New York and it was freezing and windy um, and it's perfect weather for a red wine. So I would go with a, the cupcake black forest. Um, It's a red blend. It's like, I would say it's pretty heavy. Like I drink a glass of it and I'm kind of done, but it's Mm. not too sweet and has like berry, notes which that's pretty much any red wine i drink it tastes kind of berry with vanilla yeah um, and it's it's very good which Sounds what good. wine have you been drinking um well ironically i haven't had red wine in quite a while despite Ooh. the cold and f- multiple feet of snow we've been getting um i've been on a sauvignon blanc kick and um tried one recently that was really good it's called kono k-o-n-o um and it's a new zealand sauvignon blanc and it's a lot like um like kim crawford which is a really popular one that like you can pretty much find anywhere but it's like in the 90 points whatever rating and it's not like crazy expensive Mm -hmm. um so it's like i feel like it's kind of a dupe for that but it's not as much money um so that's my recommendation this week like that yeah. I like that it's a, a knockoff line. Like, I don't know. They would probably be offended by that, I guess. Oh, but to me, yeah. like, it tastes very similar. And it's, like, I think it was, like, $12 compared oh. to, like, 17 So. That's that's a good that's pick. A substantial chunk, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, what plugs do you have for us this week? The typical plugs of listening to Tailgate Society podcast, reading the content, and, um, you know, there is a bracket pool, and you can win some Deadeye barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of putting it on my chicken tenders. I am a child, but it's very good. So <laughs> no. hit up the website, do that, and, um, yeah, that's my plug. Do you have any plugs this week? Um. Just uh, give us some ratings or reviews on Apple Podcasts or where you listen to podcasts. We have gotten some new five-star ratings recently, which Ooh. is exciting. So, uh, I like that. Yeah, but no, I don't know. I feel like I don't usually have too much in this category, but um, I guess we'll wrap things up with Bigger Than Sports. Yes. I feel like the Seattle Kraken are about to be like our team. Yeah, they are really killing it in all 
aspects. Um, so the Seattle Kraken teamed up with um, Black Girl Hockey, which is a nonprofit um, geared towards getting um, young Black women involved in the sport of hockey. And um, the Kraken selected their first recipient of the Black Girl Hockey Scholarship from the state of Washington. Um, and the recipient is 12-year-old, I hope I'm saying this right, uh, Maylee Glanzer. And um, with this award, she got a $1,000 equipment scholarship for her application and essay. And in her essay, she talked about um, her hope to inspire other Black girls and boys to try the sport of hockey. Um, and she was interviewed about this and said something about how she likes the like someone asked why she was drawn to hockey and she said she really likes the physicality of the game, which I thought was great for coming from this adorable little 12 year old girl. <laughs> um, super cute. So that was just, I don't know. When I saw the picture of her that they posted about the scholarship, I was like, Oh my gosh, she's adorable. It was very cute. <laughs> and I, I love that. They're, they're the, doing the most. Yeah. I mean, there's a big, you know, gap in participation. Um, pretty much like, among players who aren't white, like it doesn't matter what minority you're talking about. There's like a huge drop off. So it's good to see these groups um, advocating for um, participation in, in a sport that typically has been very um, one-sided, I guess. So there's like been barriers and they're trying to break down the barrier of access. So all good things. And that's on using your platform for the greater good. (laughs) Oh, man. That's such a happy note to end on. Do you have anything else to share? No, I think you just ended us with a great mic drop. So, All right. Well, we will talk to you all next week. Very excited to talk about how this first round of basketball goes. Thank you for listening. Emily and Emily.